on the show with me this morning is Suzanne Panic Hagedorn. She is not only a good friend, she is not a sister to many, many. (laughs) (laughs) And she is a wife, but she is a program director for cancer services up in Montgomery and Fulton County, Sue? And Schenectady as well, three counties. And Schenectady, three counties. You have been doing an awesome job for years. How many years have you been doing this? I've been in this position for, I'm going to start 13 years this year in May. 13 years. It was probably 12 years ago you were on Wake Up to the Vibe. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) And we're still here. We're still here. We're still plugging along. (laughs) That's awesome. Yes, it is awesome. Thank you so much for joining me. And we're going to get like right to it. Let's just jump in. I want to ask you this. I asked uh, Jenny Lee the same question yesterday. I always want to know this is a curiosity thing on my end. Why do you do what you do? Well, I think I do because of what I do. Um, I started out in actually advocacy. How many years ago with you actually doing reality check with the teens, uh, anti-tobacco advocacy. So I did that for seven years. And this, I feel like this just kind of rolled into it. It was one, it was a step, you know, into this direction and, you know, it was just a growing experience. So I love what I do. It's awesome. I love people and, um, offering them a service that's free if they don't have health insurance. So that's a big part of it, you know, is being able to offer something to the community. Yeah, excellent. And you do a great job. I forgot about Reality Check. That was fun oh, yeah. stuff. You used to bring all the kids down to the radio uh-huh. station. <laughs> Those were the days. It's still around, too. Yeah. We used to tell them not to smoke, and then I'd go have a cigar after the radio. That's right, show. you did. And, <laughs> and I was and I was the smoking Nazi, and I'm still the smoking Nazi. You would call way. me up and yell at me. <laughs> People say that all the time. You're the smoking Nazi. Whatever. Um, so listen, uh, you know, the, you said something to me yesterday. You said, wow, Joe, my office has grown. It's not just me anymore, so, which is why right. I'm working from home, because we can't go to the office. Right. Can you tell me a little bit about that? I mean, you yeah, went from so, one to Yeah, definitely. So on, my, so on my team, I have um, three coworkers, and we have Stacy, who is a case manager. I have Leslie, who is our outreach and education. And then we have Carmen, and Carmen does patient navigation. And so they each have a specific role, you know, in the program, but we each can do each other's, which is really nice. So we overlap and we'd be able to help each other in that case. And yes, so we're all working from home and this is the end of our third week working from home. Uh, You know, so it's a little bit of a challenge, but it's okay. We've figured it out and it's not that bad. Awesome. Well, good for you. And it's yeah. nice to have a support team as well, right? right. I mean, it's a wonderful. Yeah, thing. And we have two other grants in our building. The other grant is Cancer Peer Education, and they do breast and prostate education. And then we have another grant called Cancer Prevention in Action, and they do um, um, sun safety and also HPV education. So we, we got a full house, needless to say. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Now, you, you know, the fact that you've grown, and I heard you mention the word grant a couple of times. Yeah. So prior to the coronavirus, and we're going to talk about that and how it comes into play with, with right. the business that you're in, okay? Yes, yes. Prior to this, this uh, insanity, is government money readily available? I mean, there was a day where you couldn't get a dime. And now, I mean, you got all these programs going on because of grant money. Uh, yeah, we're grant funded through the New York State Department of Health. And, you know, we do and we didn't get to this point, but our program specifically does breast, cervical and colorectal cancer screening. And this program started out as breast, you know, doing mammograms and that kind of thing. And now it's grown and added these other services. So that's kind of where we are. And I think uh, because it's breast, it's, it's never going to change. And that's a big topic for people is, you know, breast cancer and mammograms and all of that. So we know October is breast cancer awareness month. And that's a big month. People get involved in everything that's going on. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, it's, to me, I feel good about grant money. It obviously comes from some part of taxes somewhere along the line. Yeah, I hope I hope people realize <laughs> I have a job because of them. So thank you very right. much. Everybody. Well, that was my point. It's like it's your money, hard at work, 
thank you and thank you. <laughs> and I'm doing my job. That's you. the point. So I want everybody to understand that, that I'm not just sitting around, uh, you know, taking the money and not doing anything with it. So that's right. That's you know, right. Um, our team has a, you know, we have a great team and we work hard. And I think that's the important piece that people should know. Yeah. You know, I think the, what's, what's really cool about what you do and I'm sure, you know, if your team is anything like you, uh, you take it serious, you approach it with passion, you're in constant education mode. I mean, you, you have to always be learning in this field, right? You do. I didn't know all that much prior to this either. And everybody asks, you know, are you a nurse? Do you have this? Do you have that? No, it was a learning process. We all learned. They provided trainings. So we were very lucky, you know, and we are lucky because we still have all of that in awesome. a support system from the state of New York. So, so, so let me ask you this, Sue, um, and I think this is important, you know, and I try to think about, you know, what do our listeners need to know? And let, let's break this down. Mm-hmm. Um, how often should one be tested? When? should one be tested? Right. So if we're talking mammograms, women usually start a baseline mammogram at 40 years old. So that would be your initial screening. And unless you had family history or something going on yourself, you would do it earlier. So depending on, you know, your mom, your aunt, that kind of thing, there could be a sister, there could be family history there, that person might actually have it earlier. So initially it's 40 years old. Um, One of the targets is actually 50 to 64 that we really target because that's the age group that seems to have more cases of breast cancer. And the Center for Disease Control monitors that that kind of thing. So that's where um, that 50 plus comes into into play. We follow their guidelines um, and they say every two years, but our program actually provides it every year if they want to have it every year. So we're thankful that we can provide it yearly. Cervical screenings, 40 over, 40 and older, we screen um, for PAPs, um, pelvic exams. And the program also extends beyond that. So if there is diagnosis, we have a Medicaid treatment program that we enroll them in. So there's a lot of pieces to the program. So it's from start to finish. We don't leave anybody hanging in between because we do get the what if. So we're thankful that we're able to then move them through that process. And, you know, St. Mary's has a great cancer medicine center that, you know, we're able to work with and the staff there were close knit. So that's a plus to all of this. Uh, we also do colorectal cancer screenings and that's men and women 50 and older, unless there's personal or family history, they might start younger as well. And uh, we provide a fit kit, which is a take home colon cancer screening kit that you do in the privacy of your own home, no medication restrictions, you know, it's all by, by home um, completion. And that's a baseline test. So if that happened, and listen, I talk about everything from breast <laughs> to poop, for lack right. of a better word. So hey, I don't care. We talked about poop yesterday too. I know, <laughs> I heard that. So I'm okay with that. So we talk yeah. about that stuff a lot. And, you know, it's just, it's normal for us. So there would be blood in this. If there was blood in the stool, we would then pay for a, a colonoscopy. If somebody came to us with already some symptoms of blood in the stool, bowel changes, you know, the way the fecal matter looks, um, we would then send them right for colonoscopy. Are they are they pretty accurate? The test today, I mean, ninety nine point nine, yeah. Is that right? Because in my mind, I don't know why, maybe I'm not a a trusting person when it comes to technology in that aspect, but you're, you're sending somebody home to try to figure out whether they're testing positive for cancer in it. I don't know why in my mind, I'm like, no, I want a doctor to do this. I want, I want to hear it from a doctor, but you're saying that these tests that you can take home and are these the same tests that you see on TV they run commercials. You could order them through the mail and they get delivered to your house. Uh, well, I think you're seeing, are you seeing the Colo Guard? Is that what you're talking yeah, about that, on that, TV? Yep, that's exactly what I'm That's a little to. bit different. Um, so they people are utilizing that in place of colonoscopy sometimes. You know, we say the best test is any test. So as long as people are getting screened, that's what's most important to us. You know, so we provide a specific kit. There are other kits out there that people can do, but we really try, you know, we utilize this one. We have a company that processes them 
So the trust issue is, you know, for us is, you know, top shelf. These We know what these people are doing. They know what they're doing. We give directions in those kits. I mean, we tell them to call us if they don't understand something prior to doing the kit. We tell them to keep it in their bathroom so the kit is there. So it's well, always available. I, I, I think that's what's important, though, because you, you just touched on something, whether it's, you know, like I said, we have people from Arizona, Florida, California, yes. Mexico, Puerto Rico, wherever they are. Um, every community has an outreach program, such as the one that you're a part of. But I, I think the advantage is actually you have a partner. Uh, in this, that you're not just going at this alone. And when you go to an organization like the one that you're a part of, you can get on a schedule. You're, you're making the right steps in the right process, right? Am I right when I say that? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're, we're making sure that they know what they're doing. We're going to explain to them. We're, you know, a lot of times we do screening events. We call them specific, specifically. For Wait, the that's a tough Friday morning. <laughs> <word right there. laughs> Listen, it's early. Um, so we do those usually for the women and they may get a breast exam, a pelvic, a pap and a mammogram that day. And if they're 50 or older, we'll send them home with the kit. So we're able to actually speak to the client at that time if they have any questions as well. So we're face to face with them, that kind of thing. And we're able to answer some questions if they have them. Excellent. Excellent. Let me ask you, and and this is, I don't know why I'm thinking about this last night. You know, I always, I get up like you with, with, with the cancer testing, you get, you dive right in. Like, and I love that. Like whenever I see you or whenever we talk, oh, guess what? You know? Um, and I started thinking about what, you know, what are, what are some questions? What do people want to know? And I think they want to know when should I be tested? How do I get tested? Um, what about for men? What about for women? And we touched on all those topics. How has this, you know, the, the coronavirus, uh, you know, stay at home quarantine, yeah, where I hear is, you. Where is testing now with all of this? Right. So a lot of testing is on hold other than if it's emergent. So let's say a woman found a lump or, you know, something was going on pelvically, pap, you know, and they needed a pap. Um, those are more emergent situations and they would be able to call their physician's office and figure it out from there. A lot of those calls right now are call your physician's office. So no matter how people are fe- uh, feeling, that's the best option. Uh, they can do telehealth right now. You know, there still is urgent care. You can walk in. But the telehealth, I think, is amazing because instead of just going to urgent care, you can actually call first and have that conversation and they can tell you, yes, come in or no, or we'll do this. A lot of that stuff is you know, taken care of over, over the phone or face-to-face like we are, you know? Right. Well, and I think the bottom line is that, you know, if for some reason, like, I think there's probably two kinds of people that get tested. There's the person who says, well, I'm at that age. I'm perfectly healthy. I'm fine. Like myself, I, I don't take medicines. I take a vitamin every day. I go for my walk. Like I have no ailments. Mm-hmm. but I'm 55 years old and I've never been tested. I'm a, I'm a fool. I'm an idiot right now. Okay. And I know you're going to yeah, tell you me. That. I know you're going to, I know later on you're going to call me up and go, why haven't you been tested? I, I get it. And I need to. Okay. Yes. But you then do. there's the person who notices a lump on their breasts or uh, I had someone telling me yesterday, they knew that you were on the show and they sent me a message and they were telling me how they felt nauseous for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And when they went to the doctor, one thing led to another, led to another, led to a bone scan, and they spotted some some things that didn't look right in the bone scan. It's like now all of a sudden, just from sitting home feeling nauseous. Now I don't want to alarm anybody. You don't need to go get tested because you felt nauseous. No. But that's the other person who starts to feel like, wow, something might be wrong. Right. I need to go get tested now with this yeah. coronavirus going on and all this stuff. If you're that person, you need to take action still, correct? Yeah. Immediately? yeah, of course. Yeah, make the phone call. It can't hurt. So if they, let me tell you, if they have a lump, make the phone call because you can't wait sometimes. We don't know what stage you're at until you go to the doctor and have the mammogram, which would then be diagnostic. And they, they would look at that specific spot a little bit more, might have an ultrasound. You might see a surgeon, you know, they'll review those results with you. So 
I wouldn't wait just because the virus is going on. You know, they're taking care of you and themselves if you are going into the offices or into the mammography department or whatever it might be. Right. Everybody's taking care of themselves. And we want to make sure that they feel comfortable with that as well. I have been um, doing the screening at some of the entrances at the hospital. So when people come in, we're taking their temperature and asking them questions, you know, are you, how are you feeling? Where have you been? You know, that kind of thing. And so I've been doing urgent care and it's, it's not horrible. I have a mask on, you know, we, we're making sure that they're comfortable and that we're comfortable with, you know, the people walking in as well. That That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so what can we say to the, the listener, the viewer uh, who has a loved one who has never been tested? So, so what I'm saying is uh, I'll give you an example. Somebody, uh, somebody like you, 55 years yeah. old. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm actually, and I love of, you Joe. So, Hey, get that done. Yeah. And I, and I'm thinking about someone like our friend Phyllis who, who had breast cancer yes. and, and Correct. she's a big believer of going to get tested and get help. And she's a survivor. Go Phyllis. And, but, but she's not afraid. Like if you run into her in a, in a grocery store, she's going to, you know, she's going to ask you right then and there, Hey, have you been tested? Yeah. So what, what can you say to the husband about his wife who might be ignoring it or the wife or the friend or the sister, right. or the brother, what can you say to them to encourage others? Right. So my perspective is you have a family, you have whether it's a wife, a husband, children, you know, your parents, you have all these people to live for. So get the tests done. People have fear of the result that I get. So especially women, oh, you know, it's painful. I'm afraid. What if I have breast cancer? You know, you don't know those answers, but I try to tell people you can't worry about that initially. That's not the step. The step is, is to get the test done. And the best test is the test. So, you know, whether it's a take-home kit or that mammogram or a pap test, you need to have those done. It's important. Pap tests you don't have every year anymore. Three to five years normally. So women are like kind of okay with that now. Yeah. It's not really, yeah. oh, my God, every year. Yeah, really? Every three? Every five? Nice. You know, I have them every five now. I've never had an abnormal pap. So I can go five years now, which is great. I'm like, yes. Um, right. <laughs> even with the mammogram, you know, I've had um, calcifications in my breast and I had to have them removed. So I too have been through some of the things that our women go through. So I have that experience to be able to talk to them about it. And I found this interesting because prior to that, we would say, oh, you're going for a stereotactic biopsy. This is what they're going to do <laughs> until I had it done then I, now I know what they are going through. So I'll tell you, I have an appreciation for me and them actually telling them nicely or a little more gentle, uh, what they're going to go through because it wasn't the best thing. Well, and and now you're not just speaking from knowledge. You're, you're speaking from experience, which is, is a whole different conversation. Right. And I think that, right, exactly. I'm able to have that conversation with them so that they get it a little bit more. They understand how important it is. And, you know, my calcs were removed and they were non cancerous, which was great. Uh, you know, when I had a great um, doctor and she was kind of like, let's just remove them, make everybody happy, you know, fine, have it reoccurred. Yeah. So they look like little specks of salt for your information. Oh, that's, okay. how, that's how tiny they are. And right. so we watched them for a year and then there was a few more. So it was kind of time, you know. Sure. Me, they were very let close. Ask, let me ask you this. I, I, I've got a couple more questions. Uh, okay. And then we're going to, I'm going to ask you a few questions as, my my friend Sue. <laughs> yeah, I got some good stuff for you. <laughs> okay. Uh, what, listen, when it comes to cancer testing, whether yes. you're a man, a woman, regardless of your age, obviously there there's that age bracket. You said fifty. Forty and older for a mammogram and pap, and then fifty and older for a colorectal for men and women. Got it. Okay. Yep. What's what's step number one? Step one. Step number one is talk to your doctor. <laughs> we okay. always say that. Talk with your physician. Those are the people that, you know, will guide you in the right direction. And, you know, they're going to tell you what you're due for. These are the things you need to get done. You're this age. Let's get it taken care of. Let's get your appointment. So that's the first step. So, you know, the appointment is the next step to make sure that you go to it. You know, people cancel those appointments because of fear, like I said, and that kind of thing. So we want to make sure that, you know, 
that they understand that that's important, that they need to take that next step and follow through with it. You know, if there's follow-up, here's the thing. Our program provides these services for free if you don't have health insurance, but there's also a component called underinsured. So we're finding there's some people who are getting their mammograms, have to come back for an ultrasound or a diagnostic mammogram, which means they're gonna take a better look at that specific location and their insurances aren't covering that piece of it. When the governor came out with his piece a few years ago, whatever it was about preventative screening being covered by insurances, that's kind of where it ended for some insurance companies. And so the women are immediately, when they're at that mammogram appointment and they know their insurance isn't gonna cover it, they're not coming back. So there's there's a problem. So we have the underinsured piece, which we can pick that up for them as well. So- Yes, listen, and and, uh, I'm going to close with this question. What does the person without insurance do? Obviously call the doctor, but, you know, in their mind, they might be saying, but I go to the doctor and it's going to cost me money and I do this. Where's that program for the uninsured? Well, listen to this. (laughs) Joe, they're not calling the doctor. They're not going because guess what? They don't have insurance. So think about that. If you don't have a copay, you don't have insurance, how are you going to pay for these things? People are worried about that part of it. So that's why we have an outreach individual. That's why, you know, we have some media dollars, not much. So we do some advertising and it's word of mouth. It's a lot of word of mouth. Um, Our providers, which mean our physician's offices, making sure when they're seeing uninsured, they're referring to us. We now have five community partners we're working with. So we're hoping those referrals will build up. And those partners are community partners, meaning, you know, like food pantries, um, YMCA, because missions at the church. Yeah, church. Uh, So we're working with individuals like that because we may find those people through there. So today is perfect. So many people are watching. All they have to do is share this information with a friend, a family member, you know, whoever that might be. Yeah. And I guess, uh, obviously, the best thing to help prevent cancer is early detection. Yes, screening. Early detection comes from going out and getting screened, right? Exactly. One last note, men get breast cancer, too. I I was going to touch on that. I actually have a friend. A lot of people don't understand that. And they have breast tissue, just like the rest of us. Right, right, Um, right. I know a couple men who have been through the program. We've had other men who... Uh, had insurance, but they came to me for some information. And he had a grandfather and a father. Imagine that who had breast cancer. That's that's, a, that's he didn't have it. Thankfully, he just had a cyst. But men get breast cancer too. And it's about 2% of the population might be a little bit higher, but they're not reporting it that that's actually what's going on with them. And yeah. I have a friend too, uh, Michael, who he has breast cancer. And he's on his third round with it. And it's coming from other places at this point. And he's the best guy ever. If you ever want to have him on the show, he's fantastic. Uh, and I have him speak to the P-Tech school in Johnstown every year. He comes in in October and talks with them about his cancer. So it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So October's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. October usually knows that January is cervical cancer awareness month. And then March is colorectal cancer awareness month, which we just walked out of, you know, it's beginning of April. So we really tried to, we did some ads uh, in March. That's usually my big push because a lot of people don't pay attention at 55 years old and get their colonoscopy i've had two it's not that bad i like how you got right into the camera because like, i know i can get in listen, your face. listen folks I'm gonna get in your face that's right go get <laughs> tested <laughs> and i mean you know you and i it's a we not discrediting the seriousness of the topic no, and exactly i don't think anybody yeah. takes it that way i think no. uh, and you know not everybody knows who we are and that, and that we're friends and we're yeah. from the same hometown and so forth although you're you're from the west of new york and yeah. <laughs> so that's what i wanted to say too joe you mentioned that i cover three counties Fulton, montgomery schenectady but there's a cancer services program in every county in new york state some partners might there have one in every county in the u.s well, I'll get to that. So there's every partnership has like three, five, four counties. It depends on where they're located in the state. So 
in other states, it could be a different program. And that program program might just be for breast. You know, it might just be for certain cancers. You know, we educate on prostate, but we don't screen for prostate. If somebody was diagnosed with cancer and they didn't have insurance, we could enroll them in the program if they had prostate cancer. So in other states, it's a little bit different. You know, they have the mobile coaches and where they go out in the communities, maybe where people can't get to a doctor. So there's a lot of different stuff throughout the state. I've done some research a little bit. I know in Florida, there's uh, some stuff. I want you to have my friend Robin on the show because she'll give you some great info about some yeah, no, that's work that she for. does as yeah. well. Uh, so they're, they're out there um, just in a different form. Yeah. How exciting is this, though? I mean, you and I back, like you said, reality check, and then you started working with the hospitals and stuff. How exciting that here we are today, 15 years later, right. broadcasting live. I'm in North Carolina, right? Where, right. where are you now? Where are you? Crazy. I'm in, you know, I'm in Amsterdam. Okay. I didn't know if you moved. <laughs> no, I'm still same house. No, I'm still here. But you and I have known each other for about 26 years. So yeah, but, but how cool is that here we are broadcasting bringing us valuable information? I mean, we yeah. have we have a lot of fun and 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 you right. know, a lot of stuff is fun and games that I do when, when it's you know, this format, but I always like to bring in valuable information. Listen, if one person, one Mm -hmm. person is watching Mm -hmm. and they say, you know what, maybe it's me, maybe it's me. I need to go get tested. And then you go get tested and you find, wow, you got here just in time. Oh my gosh, we did our job. Yep, exactly. That's it. And at the end of the day, right. This is serious. Um, I'm not making light of it. I want people to understand that I enjoy what I do. That's the best part of it. I'm here for them. I want to have the conversations with them. And I think it makes them at ease because I'm who I am. Yeah. And I, oh my will, gosh, yeah. I will never change who I am when it comes to what I do, because I think that's an important part of it. You know, those colorectal cancer kits, you know, people don't want to do it. And I'm like, come on, just do it. It's not that bad. You right. and your wife do it together. I told right. this couple, it was hysterical. <laughs> they laughed so hard. But I think sometimes bringing that personality relaxes them. Yeah. It yeah. makes it different, you know? So no, I'm, I'm not belittling the importance of these screenings by any means. Anyway. Yeah. And, and no, I don't think anybody's taking yeah. it that way. No, I don't. And, think and so. I know I'm not, I'm, I'm sometimes people, you know, let me, let me tell you something about myself. People sometimes I'll be out and I'm not even drinking and they'll say, are you okay to drive? Like, <laughs> seriously? Do I act drunk all the time? Like, come on, man. I'm just having fun. You know what I mean? It's okay. like, oh my God. So, you know, so that's important, you know, we're the people that we are. And you got to enjoy what you do. So, and you make the best of it. And I don't ever want you to change who you are because I think you're awesome. Thank you. And so are you. So I don't want, you know, I don't want that. And I do, I want people to realize that, you know, it it is important. I'll just reiterate that. I, the best test is having the test. Yeah. Your physician, your physician can help you with this process. If you don't have insurance, you can call our program. You know, like I said, New York State, I'll post um, my Facebook page. They can private message me on Facebook if they want. And, um, you know, we'll pass that on. But I want people to understand that because we're just talking New York State, this stuff is in every state. It's in every country. And that's what I want to say to the people who are listening outside of this area. It's not just here. I want you all, whoever is out there listening, to make right. sure that you're getting those screenings too. Let so, me so let me ask you, and 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 if you're not comfortable with it, because we are, and you know, because we are global now yeah, yeah. <laughs> with it, with this live stream, do you mind putting your contact information out there, especially for the local folks in upstate New York, Montgomery County, Schenectady County, Fulton County? Do you mind if we? How do? How does one get a hold of you? Um, they call me. <laughs> are you are you comfortable putting your number out there? Oh my god, they'll call me right at work and it's 518-84 oh sorry, 518-770-6814. So they can call um anytime, leave a message if I'm not there or answering because I'm working from home these days, but I do check my messages and even if you're out of state or from another area, uh, I will do, I will help you and do research. And I have done that for people, Florida, done a couple of people I've helped different locations. So awesome. um, I would say, just give me a call. 
you know, email, they can, it's my last name, H-A-G-A-D-O-R-N, my first initial S at Ascension, A-S-C-E-N-S-I-O-N.org. So email me too, if you don't want to talk to me, because I find that too. People don't always want to talk to a voice. No, everybody wants to talk to you. you I'm special, but. Well, listen, so now we're going to switch. Wait, I want, Joey, I wanted to say one more thing. And I think that um, people need to take care of themselves as well during this time. I know that we're all focused on the virus. I know that, you know, it's scary. And then to think about having another screening or something like that done during this time can make it even worse. So, you know, I want people to understand that that's why healthcare is here for them. Physicians, nurses, myself, uh, you know, our, our team, that's why we're here. So we want to make sure that if there's something going on, people are still getting those things done. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for all of this, but I'm not letting you go because. Oh God, no, I have more to tell you. Oh, no, 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 Sue. Your time is up. I got another guest waiting. Oh, please. It's your guy or your, what is he, your great? No, no, we're not even related. <laughs> no, you know what's funny? Here's what's funny. That's true. You know what's funny is I'm watching him through. I can see that he's in the room waiting. Yeah, Zoom, I know. And I'm watching him climb over the chair. I'll see him yeah. by. So he's ready to go. But I got a few few questions for Listen, you. Listen, he's got nowhere to go. I know. <laughs> like any of us. So listen, what are you, what are you doing this weekend to, to, uh, conquer the quarantine? What, what goes on in your world this weekend? What's going on? Okay. So firstly, I want to give a shout out to all of those people that are working in the trenches right now. I mean, every field, it's not just physicians. It's not just nurses, everybody who is out there working with our communities, um, you know, the trucks, the stores, the people delivering things, you know, because I think we all forget those background stuff sometimes. It's not the forefront, but, you know, I want to give a shout out and a thank you. Um, we couldn't be where we are and being able to go shopping and get the neat, the things that we need. So That's right. And we, we also need to keep all those people in our prayers. Very, yes, very exactly. Important. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's not a great time for a lot of people. So, you know, um, us being there for them, I'm sure helps them as well. So, sure. so, so what are you doing weekend, this weekend? Talk to me. My world this weekend. Yeah. Um, let me let me say this. I'm working from home. This is week three. Uh, uh, I haven't put on makeup all week. Did my hair. Got dressed up for you. Your husband, your husband right now is like, hey Joe, can you have her on Monday through Friday? Can you get her <laughs> so dressed? She gets dressed. I roll out of bed. I sit in my my office, and there goes my day. And before I know it, it's three p.m. And yeah. I'm like, what happened? I didn't eat. I I didn't shower. It's hysterical. But anyway, I kind of, it's kind of funny, you know. Listen, I even I put cologne on this morning for you. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm getting dressed. I'm putting cologne on. Where am I going? I got a t-shirt on. Well, it was a perfect day because I have to go pick up my groceries at Walmart at 4 p.m. So yeah. I'm ready to go. I'm not the one who shows up at Walmart in my pajamas, just saying. Yeah. So this weekend, what I would do is um normally not much because we're at home. Yeah. So tonight I'm doing a face or um a Zoom live with my friends we're doing happy hour little cocktail party with zoom we're gonna have a little dinner send little me the link say hey, send me the link i want to be a part of this i'll use the song on my guitar that's right so everybody can do that you know what i mean so i want people to realize it's not just us here in new york state doing it that's right that's yeah, right. you can do it with your family and your friends no matter where they live you and i should actually that's funny i should do one with my my girlfriends in germany <gasps> so excited and my girl in, in uh, Jamaica. So you, you, you want to know what I'm doing this weekend? So you probably not my happy hour. No, yeah, no, no. Besides your happy hour, probably gonna have one here too. Let me show you what I'm doing. I have an eagle friend, two okay. eagles up in the tree. They just had babies. Yes. And the babies, there has been spottings uh, online. It's called Shelly Lake, and the babies are spreading their wings. They're, they're, they're starting to rise to the top of the nest. Oh, cool. Cool. Let me show you what I'm doing. <laughs> See this thing? <laughs> I pull this, 
I pulled this out of the closet. This is a 200 yard lens I bought like five years ago. That's awesome. I bought the adapter for my Sony camera. I'm going to get a close up of the babies this weekend. How cool is that? Look at that thing. That's great. Those will be gorgeous pictures. Your pictures you take right now are beautiful. So oh, thank you. Thank you. That's yeah, that's how really, I deal with things. That's they're that's really nice. Thank you. So listen, we we so have I gotta uh, finish what I'm doing this weekend. Oh my gosh, I have another guest, Sue. <laughs> I, it's, your, it's your family. Quiet down. So my other thing I'm doing is Sunday, I am working at Urgent Care and I'm dressing up in my scrubs and I am doing uh temperatures and um guiding people in the right direction to go get their um, whatever it is if they have a sore throat or whatever yeah so there's usually two of us on with a security guard and so i'll be there about four or five hours this sunday so doing my part helping out you know <laughs> for those who can't who are on the front lines and they're busy so i'm doing my part yeah. you are, listen so what i need to get to my other guest. All right. well i'm doing that every sunday just so you know all right, All right but I'm staying on because I want to watch him draw. No, you're going to be a part of the show. I'm not, oh, I'm not okay. the X button. You're good. Right. You're good. This is why you and I, back in the day, needed an hour to talk. Yeah, this is this is when we were in the radio station and Joe Tessero would come in and go, come yeah. on, get uh, off the air. Hey, do you remember the day we had no commercials and we had to talk straight for a whole hour? <laughs> it didn't matter. It didn't matter. So listen, I'm going to, I'm going to introduce my next guest. I got a few things to hit with them one-on-one and then I'm going to bring you back in. You're still going to be here. I'm hanging out. They might not see you because I'm going to let the screen be, it's going to be on him. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Stand by. Listen, all kidding kidding aside. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank Thank you. you. You're doing such a great job. And for delivering good information into the homes. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. And while I'm hanging out over here, I'll share my information. Awesome. Let's unmute this guy. Okay. So so here he is. So we have, hold on, where is he? Where are you? Here he is. Here he is. All right. Here, hold on. I'm going to go to this view right here. There he is. Here you are, Sue. Bringing him on. Hey. This kid is going to be a future YouTube sensation. He's going to own that channel, okay? He is not only one of the funniest kids I've ever met. Look at him. He's adorable. He looks a lot like me. That's what they say. That's why he's so good looking. But he, <laughs> See, he's got a good left. But he is a child artist. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. But let me introduce to America here. In your living room, you now see Raphael O'Brien. Good morning, buddy. Hi. Good morning. How are you this morning? Good. Good? What are you doing? Talk to me. What are you doing? Um, nothing. <laughs> How come you have all these things to Tell say when you're not on you the camera? Look look straight ahead at the camera, Raphael. Look straight ahead at me. Look right. So there yeah, you're perfect right there. No, So I've got a couple things to, to ask you. Okay. We're gonna I'm gonna get and I'm gonna ask you some questions. You ready? How old are you? Seven. How long have you been seven? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you I'm gonna ask you a question and you're gonna keep looking at your mother? Is that how this is gonna work? <laughs> so listen, you're an artist, huh? Yeah. When did you start drawing? Uh, I think a long, long time ago. Yeah, what do you like to draw? Jesus and clowns. Jesus and clowns. Okay. (laughs) Can can you explain that to me? Like, why do you like to draw Jesus? And we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, Someone's got to turn their phone down. It's because um, I'm really good at drawing them. You are? All right, yeah. we're going to talk about that in a second. But, you know, I, I, I watched a video of yours and you were talking to your friends about the nice weather, 
Um, can you kind of give me a, a little explanation about that? What, what do you think of these kids that when it's nice outside and they're addicted to their video games and their phones, what do you, what do you think they should be doing? Playing outside. Playing outside. Yeah, why? Because it's nice out and um, they shouldn't be on the screen the whole entire time. A screen. What what do you what do you mean? <laughs> like Yay! Yay! it's uh, Like you did on the video. <laughs> this is yeah. funny. This is funny. You're like cousin Kevin Canale. He's got the greatest personality on earth. The funniest guy you ever met. The minute you put him on the air, he doesn't know how to talk. Open <laughs> so, let me ask you this question. I want you to think about this, Raphael. Okay. What do you want to do when you grow up and you're my you're you're gonna be my age someday? Be a police officer. You want to be a police officer? Why? So you can arrest people. Just so you can arrest people? Yeah. How old, I think I, how old do you think I am? I don't know. Take a guess. How old do I look? <laughs> 60. I look 60? So... No, he says I look 60. Yeah, no, God. I, I got don't a know. I, in your back. I guess this. 60? What's up with that? Listen, I could have asked him how old you look, but I didn't want to do that. You're afraid. <laughs> hey, Raphael. I'm cracking up over here. For you. If, you were to, if you had a chance to build your own house, what would it look like? It would like, um, I think it would be white and it would would be white i think in blue white and blue on the outside and on the inside i think Clean. <laughs> white and blue all right uh, I'm, I'm trying Maybe. to get to know you. I'm trying to get to know you better here for our listeners, buddy. Uh, let me ask you: Do you cook? I used to. Really? I, yeah, I used to help my mom and papa and all of them. What's your favorite thing to cook? Um, my spaghetti. Spaghetti. That's it. <laughs> and burgers. In what? Burgers. Oh, and burgers. Spaghetti and burgers. Cheeseburgers. Oh, cheeseburgers. <laughs> hey, you have any pets? Yeah. Tell me about them. Um, I had I used to have three, but one just died, so now I have two and. The other one who just died was Boozer, and now I have only Jake and Brandy. Brandy's the girl on Boozer, and Jake are the boys. Oh, no kidding. Do they talk to you? No, they just beg. <laughs> they just beg? While we're sleeping, they, Jake stares at us. <laughs> if they could talk, what, what do you think they'd say? Um... Yeah, I'm making you think. I'm making you think today. Hey, let's get back to your drawing. All right. Well, first, let me ask you: Who's your best friends? Who's your best friend? Ed, his name is Eddie. He's a boy in my class. Eddie. Yeah, Eddie's a good boy name. Yeah. <laughs> He's my favorite friend. He is. Give him a yeah. shout out. Give him a shout what? out. What? Say hi to him. Hi, Eddie. So listen, what do you have to say to like maybe the people who are retired and they're sitting home in their living room watching you right now? You got anything for them? Say something nice. Good morning. Yeah. And today I'm going to be teaching you how to draw Jesus. You're going to teach us how to draw. All right, let's get right to that. Talk to me. What, what is this drawing Jesus thing you're doing? 
I don't know. It's like when I watch like the movie, it's Son of God, and I it always makes me want to draw Jesus. And like, so, do you have a drawing with you today? Yeah. You do? You have it right there. I have a I have a lot of them. You do? Can you show us a few? Yeah, let me go and get one. Oh wait, you don't. Oh, oh, you came prepared. Oh. <laughs> well, where did it just go? What is Raphael? What is that around your neck? What is that? I I made it. <laughs> what are they? Spoons? Hey, who's this? Who's this in the picture? What? Who's that? Who's that? Bring her back. Who's that in the picture? Um. Is that your sister? Yeah. What's her name? Reese. Hi, Reese. Let's see that beautiful face. Raphael, put her on your lap. Look at this. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Put her back. All right. He's like, no, Reese is not going to be a part of my show right now. This is my show. Whoa, is that your picture of Jesus? Yeah. Jesus had blue eyes? Some pictures he has blue and some pictures he has brown. Oh, so why do you like it? Because Jesus was in a movie that you watched and that made you want yeah. to Yeah. It made me like, it was sad at the end. It was? Yeah, when they, they nailed them. Yeah, so here, look at the camera and, and talk to me here for a second. I got a question for you. Okay. Are you looking at the camera? Yeah? All right, there you go. <laughs> so, so um, who who is Jesus? Who is this guy? Right there, look. The son of God. He is. Yeah. Jesus is. Um, what, what's he? Does he have superpowers like Superman and Batman? Yeah. I yes. know. I say. You, you'd say he's got some superpowers. <laughs> In what in what way have you ever have you ever witnessed his superpowers? Like saw them. Yeah. Um. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you Sue, you know it's hilarious. He could talk all day long when he's on the phone in the bathroom. <laughs> so tell me how you're learning how to draw. Let me see. You have another drawing there. Um. Yeah. Let me see. Wow, you're good. I know his nose is bad. I was just going to say, that's one heck of a nose. He's got a nose like I got a nose. <laughs> oh, and this is the good one. That That is a good one. You're talented. Yeah. <laughs> so do you go I on? Added, I had to fix this nose. Oh, and this <laughs> is one with a fixed nose. Here, hold that up again. Hold it straight up and down. <laughs> that's that's pretty creative buddy so what do you what are you doing now that you're out of school you're, you're other than drawing is there anything else you're doing now that you're out of school and, and um you're home playing school? with my toys yeah yeah all right get your sister back on your lap i want to say goodbye to both of you we see <laughs> Raphael, can you can you see my friend suzanne hagedorn on the on the screen yeah. Yeah. What do you got to say to her? Hi. <laughs> oh, boy. This has been an interesting morning right from the very start. <laughs> All right. So what are you doing this weekend? You cooking? You're drawing Jesus? What else are you doing? Um, um, going outside a little. Yeah. So what do you want to say to your family that's watching? Me, um, <laughs> I say, what do you want me to say again? 
Which no, thing? I was asking you what you want to say to your to your family, your grandma, grandpa, aunts, uncles. Love you. Love you. That's a good one. That's a good one. Reese. Yeah. How are you? Good. Good? Yeah. Yeah? Are you having fun today? Raphael, does he protect you? Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes? You ever get mad at him? Oh, yeah, but I get mad at all. Yeah, get, you get mad. <laughs> I get so mad at all. Let me let me see how big you both can smile. Give me a big smile. Real big, real big. Bigger than that. Come on, come on. <laughs> come on. So you do it. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, I want to thank you guys for, for joining me today. I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, you too. yeah, maybe we'll talk over the weekend. <laughs> Anytime. You know that, Joe. Anytime. So, Raphael, can you say wake up to the vibe every Monday, every morning, Monday through Friday at 7? Wake up to the vibe? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Reese. Reese. Yeah. Can you say Monday through Friday? No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Monday through Friday. No. 7 a.m. Yeah. Monday through Friday. Hey, guys. She just said it. Say it again. Monday through Friday. Okay, Raphael, you say wake up to the vibe, and then Reese, you say Monday through Friday, and then Sue, you say 7 a.m. Ready? Go. Wake up to the vibe. Wake up Friday. <laughs> At 7 a.m. <laughs> All right, guys, listen, I'm going to end the meeting. You guys have an awesome, awesome weekend. Sue, have an you awesome too. weekend. Thank you. God bless you all. I'm going to let you guys go, and I'm going to say goodbye to our listeners and our viewers. Thanks for joining me this morning. Sue, sorry for the late start. It's all good. <laughs>